to Collision Cast, the official podcast of Fender Bender Magazine, helping collision repair shop owners make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Fender Bender editor Todd Quartermeyer. In this episode, I'm joined again by Jeremy Winters of AccuDraft as we discuss lighting and paint booths, a really important topic and one that has a lot of ins and outs that Jeremy breaks down in great detail. For more from Jeremy, you can revisit our previous episode and keep an eye out for more episodes from Jeremy on Collision Cast. And now, here's our conversation. So talking lighting here with uh, Jeremy Winters of AccuDraft, um, obviously this is a big topic, super important topic to completing, you know, um, quality paint jobs. Uh, so Jeremy, where to start here? Um, you know, what are the basics? What do owners need to know? What maybe do they need to know that they don't know that they don't know? Um, you know, kind of take us into this topic. You you hit on a bunch of points just actually right there. Uh, <laughs> know that you know that you don't know, and that there's a lot of stuff that goes on to it. Um, one thing that that shop owners do not need to do is simply stop going down to your local hardware store, big box store, and just buying bulbs that fit because you're not getting truly what you need. Uh, not all the not all the stores have what you actually need on those. So let's let's back it up and let's get into some stuff. Uh, the biggest thing that I need to say is that metamorism is a real thing. Now, some folks might not know what that is, so let's 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 hit on that. Metamorism is the way that you see color under different lighting. One thing that I do agree with the big box stores, and Exalta had a uh, awesome demonstration of this, is if you've ever been to the light bulb section, we'll just say at Lowe's, uh, at one time they had a different version or a couple different boxes. It's like these little shadow boxes and one had, you know, the background was all the same color and you turn on this switch and it turned this light on and then hit this switch and this light turns on and this light and this light and so on. And you see how that yellowy background actually looks under the different lighting sources. It's the same thing. It's the same principle rather it's metamorism. So I've been in boost before where you can go in and I'm sure we've all heard the saying, Oh, it looked great in the booth, but you're not matching it to the outside light, the natural white light from the sun. So obviously we're not going to be going out there and painting outside. So we got to do what we got to do. So I've been in the booth before where I have, I personally have had to deal with multicolored lighting. And as the painter themselves, you go through and you're making constant adjustments and the painter guys, you don't realize that you're doing it. And, and I understand, and I'm not, I'm not throwing stones because I've been there myself. You don't realize how much bad lighting makes you work harder. You don't realize how much harder it is. And you develop habits to cover up over things. It's like dealing with static. You know, you don't realize that you have a problem until it's actually addressed. You see, oh, wow, hey, look at that. But going through, and when you actually have all of the lighting the same, once you have everything set to, to the daylight, uh, the, the proper uh, Kelvin lighting, it makes a world of difference. The biggest change I've ever seen is <laughs> there was a uh, and, we'll, and we'll touch on this a little bit. You know, the the, the fluorescent bulbs versus the LEDs, um, even going with fluorescent bulbs and having the brightness that you want there, you know, the Kelvin rating, getting into the LED technology that's available now. That's one of the neatest things. There's a shop down in Florida that I recently visited. I believe it was Demets. It was down in the Tampa area and they were going through retrofitting their retrofitting their booths with uh, with LEDs. And the shop manager came out and they had they've got three uh, three booths. I believe it was two Titans and one Alto, if I recall right. And the middle one was already finished. And you could see just how bright it was compared to the other two. And the shop manager told me, he's like, if I would have known that it was going to be that much different on lighting, I would have done this years ago. 
because my guys can actually see what they're doing. So going through and having color lights, you know, and getting in and sun guns and whatnot, you know, the, the, the true sun and such, they're all great tools, but you shouldn't be going in there and having to use it all the time and, and seeing stuff. You should be able to get in there and paint and see, and then check your coverage. You know, I've seen some guys go in there, they use a light nonstop. You're putting a Band-Aid on a bigger problem. And the thing is, is that you need to have the right lighting in your booths. And again, I've been there. I've dealt with it. I understand. And I just wish that some shops would actually go through and, and spend the time to keep the lighting where it needs to be. So how does that process begin of understanding where the lighting needs to be? You know, what are the options that are out there? How do owners educate themselves? You know, how do they get started basically interrogating that? Yep. So there's a couple different options. Um, and this this goes across the board. You know, no matter what booth you run, uh, you should be able to talk to your booth manufacturer and obviously be able to get replacement bulbs from them. It's just like filters to me in the fact of, you know, you always keep an extra roll of filters on hand. You should always keep an extra box of lights on hand. It's not that big of a cost, especially if you're, you know, keeping a box of them because you're not going to be burning through all those lights all the time. And then whenever that box goes away, hey, let's go ahead and order another one. You're running low on filters. Let's go ahead and get another another roll of filters in. It should be the same thing with lights. And, and it makes a lot more sense being able to handle that. Um, but it starts with the booth manufacturer themselves, being able to call somebody up and tell them, hey, I need replacement bulbs for this. Or, hey, I'd like to do a retrofit, you know, into LEDs, you know, because they're running a lot less power. What can we do? You know, do you guys have options? And one of the things that we have is that we've got a facility down in South Carolina. We just moved our manufacturing facility out of Randolph, New Jersey. Our headquarters is still there, but our manufacturing facility went down to Aiken, South Carolina. With that went parts and filters. It went manufacturing of our pro series service and a bunch of other things. So everything now can go straight through South Carolina and it's an easier distributorship out through that way. Um, so we keep everything from light bulbs, filters, all of that. So if somebody calls and needs something, nine times out of 10, we can get it to them and get it to them relatively quickly. And, and that's the biggest part for, for needing those is that when you need them, you got to be able to call somebody and be able to get them. Um, some of the, the jobber locations have them and, you know, that's fine. But, you know, again, sometimes they're not selling the same bulbs that we had originally going into the booth. And that gets into a whole nother thing. But being able to get them and get them affordably, that's another key thing. You don't want to be able to say or you don't want to have to say that, oh, well, I can't go to them because they're going to price gouge me on it. And we've all been there. Every one of us have been there. Whether whether do we want to deal with the OE whenever we have to get our car serviced? No, because they're going to jack the price. And I get that. And that's one of the things that we try to do is we try to we try to keep everything as affordable as we can on replacement parts, because, yes, at the end of the day, we do have a reliable booth. We've got a great reliable booth. Personally, I spent a couple of years painting in one. That's made the decision easier for me to work for Draft. I loved them. But we're dealing with something that's mechanical. And at the end of the day, it's not if it's going to if something breaks down, it's going to be when something breaks down. It's the same thing as a light in your house. It's not when it's going to burn or it's not if it's going to burn out. It's going to be when it's going to burn out. Stuff always happens. And you've got to be able to have access to those uh, those parts, not to mention being able to have the service, uh, being able to have support, being able to call up somebody and actually talk to them. Um, a lot of times I tell people, reach out through social media. That's the easiest point for me because you're talking directly to me. And if I don't have the answer for you, I can get you directly in touch with somebody that can. And that's one thing I really pride uh, pride AccuDraft with is putting the customer first and trying to get information out there and trying to help out as many people as we can that reach out to us. 
when it comes to lighting setups, is it like it's either right or it's wrong? Or are there some like, you know, jobs where you want to have a different kind of custom kind of setup or, you know, how many like options are out there basically? Well, your 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 custom setups are uh, the the what <laughs> typically your custom setups and your one-off setups are the ones that produce the one-off paint jobs, uh, and you see them whenever you pull them out into the sun. Um, again, seen seen it, been there, done that. Um, no, the the biggest thing on that is just to just take your time and set it up right. The, the, the lighting that you're wanting is to mimic what natural daylight is. The sun, even though it appears yellow to us as it's coming through the atmosphere, it is actually true white light. And you're wanting to get it somewhere right as close to that as you can on the Kelvin scale. And whether you're running a fluorescent light, whether you're running an LED, that is what you're wanting. So if, if you can't get it towards that, the color is going to be looking a little different and you can match it, and you can still match that color, but it's going to look great under that light. So as soon as you pull it out, man, that blend, I can't see it. That looks amazing. Roll it, pull it out of the booth, and all of a sudden you see you see uh, how horrible that blend is. And then you got to do, you know, go back in, and now now you're getting into reprepping a panel, reprepping probably multiple panels because now you got to throw the color out further. And next thing you know, you've got a Texas blend where you're going all the way down the side of it. And so many issues, much like filters. So many issues are caused by bad lighting and, you know, it, it helps. It helps in the fact of obviously being able to see it helps with being able to color match. It helps with being able to apply and blend. And people don't realize that how much they're actually fighting just by having improper lighting. Like, like I said earlier, it's nice that uh, like, like a SADA has come out with a true sun. Exalta has their light. 3M's had the sun gun for years. Um, but they're tools. They're tools to be able to go in and make sure you've got your coverage. Make sure everything looks fine under true, you know, good quality lighting and be good to go and roll with it. So I, I applaud those companies for doing it for, for guys who don't have the good lighting and whatnot or just wanted to have a secondary insurance policy. It's so much easier to kill the lights just real quick and just look over everything just to make sure you haven't missed anything, especially a bumper edge. Hey, I'm again, I'm not casting stones. I was that guy. I get it. So it, it's nice to be able to have those tools at your at your hand to be able to do it. But proper lighting, uh, it goes a heck of a long way. And if you guys are looking for uh, for lighting, if you're looking to retrofit to LEDs, uh, reach out to us at AccuDraft. We'll get somebody sent out to you and uh, get you a quote on it. You touched on it there. I was going to ask, you know, what is your estimate of how many what percentage of jobs can be solved, you know, and really finished off just by improving the lighting? Like how big of a problem is it in, you know, completing quality repairs? Well, I mean, it's, you've got, it, it's, it's like any, I, I liken it to any shop that's out there. Um, you've got a number of good shops that are out there and then you got a number of shops that just don't do the maintenance like they should. And, you know, it, it, it depends on what shop you're at. You know, some guys I've seen have been absolutely right on top of everything. They they don't hardly have any issues. They have a regular uh, regular maintenance schedule. They have somebody come out. They're checking everything out. You know, uh, one shop I was at, they had somebody coming out quarterly just to be sure because to them, having somebody come out and inspect was cheaper than what they would lose if they were, you know, if they had downtime. And they all all they did was high end. Like we're talking Maserati. We're talking, uh, I mean, Rolls Royce, all of it. That's, where, that's what was out in their parking lot. And it's like they told me this, like it's easier for us to maintain and just have somebody just come out and say, yeah, you're good. Hey, we might want to watch this because now we catch it earlier. Makes sense. I get it. But the thing is, is just getting getting it maintained. You know, as, as soon as the bulb goes out, replace it. 
don't just run down the road to uh, to, to your to your local big box store and, and grab a T8 or T12 bulb that you need. Oh, that's good. That'll work. And then now you have you know nice white lighting, and now you've got a single blue bulb, or now you've got a single yellow bulb, or you know you've been in some booths that the you know they just run down and that's all they do to replace bulbs, and now you've got blue, yellow, purple, you've got them all over the booth. What the hell is being matched? How how are you being able to see? So you know first things first, I don't I want to clarify on this. I've said matching, color matching, while while we're talking about in the booth and coloring, don't match your colors in the booth. Let me specify that. I'm talking about as you're painting, it's matching, not actually matching your colors in the booth. Match your colors outside in the in the in the sunlight, the natural light as you can, or using something like a true sun. Those things do amazing. So if you're matching your color in your booth, you're holding up production and you're slowing yourself down. But that's a topic for another conversation. Just needed to clarify on that. For sure. Um, lots of things to talk about when it comes to lighting. What would be your closing message, you know, uh, final thoughts on this topic that, you know, people really need to understand? The biggest thing that I, I feel people need to understand is just understanding metamorism. And again, just if, if you don't understand it, Google it. There's a bunch of stuff that you can find on there. But it's, again, the way color, we perceive color under different lighting aspects. And, and it is a very, very real thing. And when you start to see it and you start to see how it affects uh, the actual colors that you're doing and you you can actually see a visual representation of it. A lot of people, I think, will kind of change their tune or they'll open up to maybe we need to take care of this. Maybe we need to start looking into, you know, just keeping an extra box. Of, and, and it's small stuff like that. But the thing is, is that you're not going to change everything overnight. And, and I understand that. But the biggest thing is that if you can educate some people and just have them look, you know, don't take my word for it. I'm telling you, go back behind me, double check it, Google it. Being able to to see it and educate them just it'll, it'll put that light bulb on in their head and be like, uh-huh, you know, and it, it's just one thing at a time. So uh, metamorism, it's a real thing and proper lighting is all the fight is all the fight that you need against it. It will take care of it. Fantastic. Jeremy, thanks again so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Talk to you next time.